Hey guys, and welcome to The Creative Influencer Show, a weekly podcast talking about all things design, building, real estate, and how to get your next project off the ground running. I have been building and designing Muskoka cottages for almost two decades, and it is crazy how time flies. My name is Amanda McLennan, owner and designer of RB Furniture Shop and RB Design, located in beautiful Port Carling, Muskoka, Canada. I'm an entrepreneur at the core with an incredible design team and a mom to my three amazing kids who fill my heart with so much joy. I have a huge love for surfing with a big goal this summer to nail a 360, my CrossFit tribe, great coffee, and Nutella. So what is the freaking deal? The Creative Influencer Podcast is a brand new platform that I am so excited to share. And well, here is a quick who, where, and what I ended up playing in your ears. So what feels like a little while back And if I'm being honest, it was two decades ago, I made this huge move from the city to Muskoka to start a career in interior design. I took a beat up old car and a huge heart filled with creativity and I made my way north on Highway 400. I was young, I was free of responsibilities, and I landed this huge internship at a design firm with an incredible opportunity to work on some of the most magazine worthy projects here along the shorelines of Muskoka. I was a junior at the time, and I was just so happy to fully submerge myself into my passion. And hey guys, I would have literally done anything to spend a moment with a talented architect, a lead designer, a big client, anything. I just wanted to absorb everything like a big, old vision board. Okay guys, so let's jump in, let's get started, because I know that you guys are going to love this episode. Hey guys, and welcome to The Creative Influencer Show, a weekly podcast talking about all things design, building, real estate, and how to get your next project off the ground running. I have been building and designing Muskoka cottages for almost two decades, and it is crazy how time flies. My name is Amanda McLennan, owner and designer of RB Furniture Shop and RB Design, located in beautiful Port Carling, Muskoka, Canada. I'm an entrepreneur at the core with an incredible design team and a mom to my three amazing kids who fill my heart with so much joy. I have a huge love for surfing with a big goal this summer to nail a 360, my CrossFit tribe, great coffee, and Nutella. So what is the freaking deal? The Creative Influencer Podcast is a brand new platform that I am so excited to share. And well, here is a quick who, where, and what I ended up playing in your ears. So what feels like a little while back And if I'm being honest, it was two decades ago, I made this huge move from the city to Muskoka to start a career in interior design. I took a beat up old car and a huge heart filled with creativity and I made my way north on Highway 400. I was young, I was free of responsibilities and I landed this huge internship at a design firm with an incredible opportunity to work on some of the most magazine worthy projects here along the shorelines of Muskoka. I was a junior at the time, and I was just so happy to fully submerge myself into my passion. And hey guys, I would have literally done anything to spend a moment with a talented architect, a lead designer, a big client, anything. I just wanted to absorb everything like a big, old vision board. Okay guys, so let's jump in, let's get started, because I know that you guys are going to love this episode.
Okay, so let's dive into episode 30. And today we are talking about my most favorite topic in the whole world, which is books. And I know that this might be like a massive nerd alert, but I feel the books that I'm about to list for you are the ones that I feel like you should read. And why I feel that way, because they've pretty much changed my life. So just a warning, this is an absolute nerd alert. This is my book club. I don't know, it's better, but I love books. And I think that these are such a great topic to talk about. So if you don't know me, and you're about to get to know me, know that I'm completely obsessed with books and reading. And on average, I try to read about a book week. I know that that's crazy. And I know that if that stat just blew your mind, um, most North Americans, like they don't average more than four books per year, let alone accomplishing that even after high school. So that's a pretty crazy stat. I know that if there's one like massive freaking piece of advice that I can give you guys is and to anyone is to read more like read more guys. It's a game changer for life. And no matter the content of what you're reading, whether it be fiction or fantasy, personal development, self-help, like whatever the category is, just read, absorb the content, not the Netflix. Like honestly, get off Netflix. I feel like so many people are so stuck down like the social media tube or, you know, people say that they don't have enough time to do things or people say that, you know, it's like, no, but like you don't understand if I could just like share it. Like I'm so excited. Like if you read what you're reading is what you're consuming. What you consume is what you are and like what you are is what you become into the world. So, I mean, what do you want to do? Do you want to like fall down that social media like you know, whole rabbit hole where you're just scrolling, 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 and then all of a sudden a couple hours have gone by. Or better yet, you know, maybe you're watching and binging. And believe me, I have done that. I have done the Netflix binges and like late night stuff. It's not great. It's not to say don't do it. It's just to say do it in moderation. So read more. I cannot preach that enough. Like get off the Netflix. I would even say to stretch that into like for for me, like I stretch it into podcasts. I do a lot of audiobooks and anything related for me to learning. It's like, it's for me way better than binging constantly on Netflix. I personally started reading more books. I don't know, probably like maybe 10 years ago where like I, like 10 years ago, like I'm, I've always been a reader, but I, then I got serious. Probably I would say like maybe about six years ago when I started to challenge myself, like trying to crush out maybe like 12 books per year. And it's funny now because if I'm on vacation, I I will literally, I'll read a book a day. So honestly, like it's one of the happiest places I can get to in the world for me is like on vacation with an ocean view, books and drinks. I'm there all day in the sun. Like just tell me where that is. I'll meet you there. It's no problem for me. Reading allows for so much growth, guys. And Honestly, it's what we need to do more of. Get off your phones, get away from that blue screen and get into a book. You want to do better, be better and show up as in your life as like the ultimate life legend, then this is the path. The books you read, the content you consume determines and shapes your outcome. I'm going to repeat that for you guys. The books you read and the content that you consume. So the content that you consume, if you are on social media, the content that you are consuming is what consumes you, it determines and it shapes your outcome. So if you feel like you're not in a good spot, if you feel like you want to do better, 
take a good hard look at yourself and take a good hard look of what you are consuming. If you are constantly on social media, if you are constantly looking and comparing yourself to other people, you need to get off. You need to get off. Go get a book. Like it's a game changer. It's such it's such an easy thing to do and I feel like so many of us are just like like stuck on this and it's shaping us into people that, you know, you're I'm going to, I'll give you and we'll go through, but one of the books that I have read and I've read it in the past, um, several times, it's called the alchemist. And if it's one of my favorite books, the premise of the alchemist talks about being like your ultimate life legend. And I just really, really feel that all of us would just be so much better on this planet. Like if we all just showed up and did our absolute best. And what does that look like? It looks like you need to like do more, be better, do the things that make you happy, do the things that are going to challenge you. You know, it's so comfortable. It I feel like it's such a weird, odd generation that we have. And especially for me, like I'm a mom of three kids. I'm raising my kids and my kids are, I constantly take my kids' phones away. I'm the mom that like, I get mean with it because I just like get off your phone. If you can't sit and look at somebody and have a conversation, well, that's a problem. That is a problem that we're like, we're allowing this to sort of like consume us. And I just really, really feel that like, you're just a happier person when you're consuming the content that makes you strive to become a better person. So that's where, that's where I am. So I like get a lot of the mean mom like awards, but for me, like reading over 50 books a year, because I try to challenge myself to read at least a book a week. So 50 books a year, do you know how much more informed I am than the average person here in Canada? And I am not like, I don't have a PhD in anything. Like that's just a crazy stat. So think about that just for like a hot minute. And maybe a book a week isn't, you know, that's not your thing. Maybe you need to challenge yourself to do a book a month, but 50 books per year and the content that I'm consuming over the course of 10 years, that's an incredible amount of content and more, a lot more than the average person. And I am not this exceptionally smart person that is, you know, I don't know, like some astronaut, like I, I just don't, I'm, I'm not that person, but I will tell you like the amount of information that's consumed within me over that short period of time is a huge game changer. It's also because like, I feel like there, there's, um, there's this thing that you, you can go through. There's lots of put pop up actually on, uh, like quotes that I read and things like that. But it's like to become the most interesting person in the room, I feel like is often just the person that maybe perhaps is like the quietest, but just knows the most amount of stuff, right? Like, and the way to get to that is definitely by reading. It's definitely by consuming and challenge yourself, like pushing yourself outside of the, the boundaries. Reading over the 50 books per year and like how much more informed I am over 10 years. So that's like 10 years, that's 500 bucks. That's a whole freaking section in the library. So no matter how you slice that, being informed, being the person in the room that's constantly learning and growing, honestly, guys, that's the biggest flex you're going to get. So I've read like hundreds of books now, which is super cool over the course of my journey, my time, and I've focused a ton on personal development and the coaches that I've worked with over the past few years, I'm now consuming what they're reading, what they're suggesting. I've been in front of personal development coaches like Tony Robbins, Rachel Hollis, Brendan Bouchard, Tom Bilou, Trent Sheldon, just to name a few. 
These coaches are some of the top leaders in their industry and sitting in front of them is beyond empowering. I personally, I love a good audiobook. Why? Well, because right now in my life at this moment, I'm constantly in the car. I'm in and out of meetings and it's the best way for me sometimes just to consume a lot of content very quickly. And it just gets like directly to the point. Most of the books that I have read um, have been suggested by different mentors and coaches in my life. And I personally felt like they've changed part of my life for the better. And every small step makes a difference to a huge goal. So starting for me, like this year, 2022, I knew that like at the beginning of the year, it was going to be a hard year. Like I had set out on my agenda. I journaled things. I put some stuff together and I really wanted to make like some really hard life changes. And I knew, I I knew at the beginning of the year, I knew that it wasn't going to be like this easy peasy year. Like it was, there was a lot of personal things that I had that were going on at the time. And I just knew that like starting that out, but it was like, I feel like I'm just a very like categorized person. Like I, I'll journal something. It's like, I'll make a to-do list. It's like a plan to action. And it really throws me kind of like in disarray when things pop up where they weren't part of that schedule. I, I'm just like such a structured person. I don't know if that's like just because of my job. It probably is a lot to do with my job. And then like, like just even my house at home, like it just everything has a spot. Everything is like I l- literally live off of calendars and schedules because I'm just so busy all the time. So the start of the year, I knew that it was going to be hard. I knew that that was going to be like a massive challenge for me. Um, and it was going to be difficult because of the life changes that I wanted to make personally, especially for me leaving a relationship with almost 18 years invested, that was incredibly hard. And probably one of the hardest things that I've had to stand up and walk away from, no matter the opinion of good or bad or stay or leave when you're in a relationship. And for me, like a marriage and a business partnership, I needed to start my journey a new beginning for my life on the other side of the mountain. (laughs) And perhaps, hopefully this will inspire others to be brave and follow what makes makes you happy even when it's hard. Oh my God, it's so fucking hard. But I'm not that I'm like encouraging like, like whatever your journey is, I just want you to know that like when you get to the other side of that hard, like for me, like when I sit back and I look at like how far I've come, I'm now recording this obviously in August, if I look back and I think about like what my December looked like, I was a pretty unhappy person specifically around like what I was doing personally. And in order to make some really, really big changes, I had to make some really hard decisions. And I just want to like share that just for a moment, just to know that like those really, really hard decisions now are still really hard. Like they're still really, really hard decisions, but I just it's just, maybe it's important for somebody to hear that. Just knowing that like when you have to, you know that your journey, you feel like it's going to be this massive mountain climb and you know, it's going to be hard. It's like, do the fucking hard. Like, you know, that that needs to be done. You know that that needs to be done inside your mind. Like, and it just, I procrastinated this for so many years. And honestly, it's not, it's still a very hard decision. I, I want to word this very carefully. It's still a very, very hard decision to, to live with, to sit with, to know, especially when you have so much invested over such a period of time. Like it's literally been like half my life almost. And I just know that 
the amount of energy that you put into something, like if you're positive and you stay open-minded and you stay open-hearted and all of that stuff, it's just that the other side of that mountain is going to be some good shit that's going to happen. It has to be, right? Like it has to be. It just can't always be hard all the time. Like you're going through this, like for me, like this really, 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 I'm going to drop another F-bomb, fucking hard journey right now. But like, it's not always going to be like that, right? Like it's not always, you're not going to always sit in that. It's just really, really, really tough right now. So I just want to share that with people that like, you know, eight months, it's not been the most pleasant, but 2023 is going to be great. I can feel it. I know it's going to be good. So I'm not the same person that I was six months ago. Honestly, guys, eight months ago, I'm not the same person, let alone what the same person I was 18 years ago. And for me, I'm super exceptionally proud of that. But for others that haven't grown with me, I totally get it. It's a shock. It's meeting a new friend. But there is one thing for sure that there will never be the return of that old version of me. I can assure you of that, friends. The version of Amanda that's here right now, today, as I record this in August of 2022, is ready to conquer the world. And my life legend fucking depends on it. I honestly, I found this quote and I thought that it was so like perfectly fitting. We have, we sell these, uh, they're called gathered thoughts at the store. And, um, I'm, I'm such, I love, I love quotes. I love, um, these quotes specifically talk like from great authors. They could be from famous people. They're, 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 they're just random quotes for different people, different like influential people that have affected, I would say probably within the past 500 years. So whether that be an author or a famous person or a a famous leader or something like that. And I randomly will go through, we have hundreds of them, maybe even thousands of them at the store. We have thousands, we sell them all the time. People will pop them into cards. They're great. They're like $1.95. You can also buy them in like blocks of like 50. So we do sell them. You can go onto our website. If you search up Gather Thoughts, you can find them. I recently found, and I pull them all the time. Like I'll just randomly go into the store. I often feel like it would be like, they're like the perfect coffee shop quote where you just like, you're waiting for a coffee and you just randomly are reading through these like really beautiful inspirational quotes. And I'm like a big believer. Like it's like whatever you're drawing to, like whatever you're drawn to that day is like what your energy is calling for. And I just randomly happened to pull this quote and I loved it. And it fits so perfectly right now for my journey. So the quote goes, and once the storm is over, you won't remember how you made it through, how you managed to survive. You won't even be sure if the storm is really over. But one thing is certain. When you come out of the storm, you won't be the same person who walked into it. That's what this storm is all about. That quote is by, um, it's a Japanese author. His name is Haruki Murakami. And I just thought it was so beautiful. And I just feel like it's just such a calling right now to share that, like, you know, I get really super personal on these podcasts and I wanted that to be because I feel like when you can transition and be super raw in front, it not only does that display courage and bravery and accomplishment, I feel that like it also can help, you know, people to relate that I'm just a normal person (laughs) that's sitting in front that's super vulnerable a lot of the time. And when people can see when you're putting that in front of, you know, they understand, like, I get so many compliments right now because I feel that, and I'm going to, I'm going to go back and switch kind of gears here. So I get so many compliments right now. I've been working really, really hard at CrossFit over the past, you know, I would say year, but people 
will often come up to me right now and say like, great, you look so great. Like I, you should be so proud of yourself. Oh my gosh. I can't believe that like, you've got like, you, you, you're, you're doing this really big goal and you're doing that. And like, oh, you're such an inspiration or whatever. I'm going to tell you guys right now, the past 12 months of constantly rolling into that gym, snowstorms through rain showers through hard ass 6 a.m classes like all of that stuff that's not all of the stuff that people were seeing the the tears that were shed in this and I'm gonna be super vulnerable I have cried so many times with not being able to do the task or like being super frustrated I've walked out of there like angry I've walked out of there happy I've walked out of there sad I've walked it's such it's an emotional den (laughs) it's an emotional den of stuff and people just see the end result and I want everybody to sort of take note with that that you know with this and having this journey and all that stuff it's like yeah people see the end result of it but they haven't sat there and watched through the pain cave through the past 12 months and there are so many people that are going through like different parts of their life different parts of their journey right now that like just know that like that mountain is a tough mountain to climb and I feel like everybody just needs to have that gentle reminder that you know we're there like I have like I'm your biggest cheermate like cheering you on you got this and it doesn't matter the hard, hard stuff that you're going through now. It will not continue to be like that. It, it really doesn't. Life is not like that. Life is like a roller coaster. It's always up. It's always down. And no matter what your journey, no matter my journey versus somebody else's journey, it's like it does eventually sort of, you know, get the good will come. I know it. And I think 2023 will definitely be a huge game changer uh, for me. So back to the books and what that looks like. I do think that having a lot, like a lot of the content that I consume, a lot of people will say, I wanted to sort of just tell people like, there's a lot of hardship for sure that I've experienced over the past, you know, eight months. But the content that I'm consuming definitely reflects, I'm, I'm, I'm reading a lot more, I'm consuming a lot more, because I think it more importantly than ever, especially when you're going through like a hard path, a hard journey. It's like, you better get your head deep into something that is going to support you and rise above because it's so easy to get on Netflix. It's so easy just to go and binge on food. It's so easy to not do the hard stuff. And when your life gets really hard, that's the most important time where you need to like step up and do the hard. So here are a list of the books. And honestly, I could have made this podcast turn into a a six hour event, but I wanted to sort of comprise a list of like generic books especially like more like to start out with I think that these would be perfect books to start out with if you're looking to consume some personal development and what that would look like doing you know I would say what do we have we have like five different books that are here and I feel like these are probably the five books that I would read if I was just starting out on a journey and they're all books that I've read And I would definitely go back and read any of these books um, that will definitely be game changers to lead a more exceptional and somewhat intentional life that is filled with hardship and joys and creativity and all that stuff. But it's like it gives you sort of like the building blocks along a great path. I think that these are like some really, really good foundation blocks to sort of start with. So here we go. Okay, so, oh my gosh, I love, there's so many great books. So, so, so many great books. But the first one that I would probably start with 
It's called The Power of Habit. Honestly, it's a great book. It was one of probably the very first books in like the personal development category that I read. And it was an exceptional eye-opener to the changes by creating some new habits and more importantly, breaking old ones are the game changers for the path to exceptionalism. So the the author, um, he's a journalist and he draws on like extensive research to explore how new habits develop into automatic behaviors that influence personal lives, business, and communities. He does a really good job of explaining why unhealthy habits are notoriously difficult to break and proves that practical framework will help your understanding to change any habit. Uh, this book, it there, um, it talks to, there's a lot like it's, I, and I'm sure you guys have heard this, but it's like 30 days to create a new habit, to break a habit. Um, and there's just like simple tasteful things. Like there, there was one point in the book, I think that it read that it talked about um, how smokers are able to quit smoking, like just a really bad, and maybe it's not a smoker, but maybe it's just like, I don't know, for me, like I would definitely eat a lot of chocolate. So maybe it's just like for coming home instead of, or going to the gym. Okay. So in order to trigger that habit, it's laying out some foundation blocks as you come in, like you're walking through the door, where's your gym bag. And it, anyways, it, it talks a lot about, just different points of like when you're coming in and just laying out your daily life path about how to trigger certain things that will make you not fall more into like, especially when you're going back on the phone. Like I do it all the time. And I I know that I just went off on a bit of a rant with the social media, but I'm guilty of it too. So what I tend to do is I will like time cap myself or I won't go on it or I'll take a break from it for mo- for a while. I just know because I, I know that like I'm not missing out on much. I think we all are just like waiting for like <laughs> that sort of like something to come in or a trigger or like or whatever and it triggers you. It's like a it's like a it's like an adrenaline rush that you have. So anyways the power of habit I think sort of looks at like more of a daily sort of task and how you can break down and inject certain things into your life where you can start to trigger and break some habits, especially the ones that you're looking to break with, um, you know, if they're unhealthy eating habits or, you know, maybe they're perhaps smoking or even, you know, it's like avoiding the gym, working out, like things like that. So great book, Power of Habit. Okay, so the next book the title is called Everything is Figure Outable. And I love the title of the book. It just makes me giggle every time I read it. So I was at a business conference in South Carolina years ago, and it was an event that spoke specifically to women in business. And this is where I first heard Marie Forello speak on stage, who's the author of the book. And her personality is fire. And I always love a good hustle story. It's like one of my favorite things to read about, um, especially when it's like an underdog story. That comes a lot from like my childhood and my background. So I just, I love that. And more importantly, when you have to get creative, very creative to figure things out. I love this book and I really feel like it's an important one to read. And I've also, I've I've asked my staff on multiple occasions during multiple meetings during different points like every year we have I'm like this is the book you need to read everything is figure outable and I think it holds its weight in gold when we're trying to think outside of the box and problem solve this book is perfect for 
anybody that is looking to, yeah, be like that creative thinker that's thinking outside of the box. I really, I use this book a lot with dealing with situations. Like if we have, I'm going to give you an, like an example. So if we have a customer that is maybe upset because I, I'm going to give some examples. So uh, I don't know, maybe five years ago we had, um, this client come in and we didn't have his order on time. It was two weeks late. Um, and he got really, really upset in the store, like very confrontational. And it was something that like I froze and I was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know how to react to somebody that is having this massive meltdown in front of our staff. And anyways, I think that this book really is resourceful with trying to like help out in situations where you're like in a tight predicament and you just not sure what to do because in that example you know I think that that person was just really looking for well obviously some love because he was a, he was a little angry but um obviously you know just being able to sort of like talk him off the ledge and you know life is pretty short I mean if you don't have your order and it's not two two weeks and it's delays I mean this is COVID like it's speaking to all of us I mean I haven't got my Amazon stuff either so everybody just needs to take a deep breath and calm down and it's gonna be okay because the poofs are gonna arrive so you know just just take a deep breath but I do love that one of the points of the book she talks about her mom being like a real hustler and I don't think that they you know I think that they grew up and they were you know money was like they were working class it was a little tight and um they just had to be resourceful with like thinking and I I love that and I think so many of us are just like we're like that replace society where you know we sort of go out and it's like oh it's broken so we're just gonna order it on Amazon and and that's not what the premise of this is like no everything's figure outable and I love it main idea behind the book is that in business and life when you get right down to it literally everything is figure outable. And if you want to go after or achieve something great, there's always a way to get it. You just need to figure out your path. So there's one simple belief. It's that anything and everything can ultimately be figured out. It's a game changer for your life and for your career. And it suggests that a circumstances are the results that are never fixed, but can be molded and modified at will. And the mindset signals change is possible even when inevitably if you change the way you think and act it's a very very powerful belief to have great book highly recommend it and I also if you ever can see Marie Forello in uh you know like live on stage I think that she's exceptionally powerful as a speaker and I also she does run um personal development courses and things like that I personally haven't taken anything from her but I have seen her on stage and uh I would definitely go to another event that she hosted for sure Okay, so the next book, this is, all, this is always like a conversation stopper. So The 5am Club. And The 5am Club is by um, a guy named Rob Sharma. Here's the thing. You want to get better and break through average or being average? You want to know what the main big reason is? It's because a lot of very successful people are waking up early and utilizing that golden hour. And I will inject hours into the plural of that sentence because... If you take a look at any successful like public figure, I can almost guarantee you that their daily routine includes an early morning wake up call. I don't and I am not I do not think that people are divided into morning or evening people. So don't even get me started on that. I am not a morning person like I am not a morning person. I am not a morning like repeat it. I am not a morning person. What I am is I've trained myself to become a morning person. 
But there's not one morning that I wake up where I'm like, yeah, like, let's go. It's, I mean, maybe now I do because I, but I did not start with that. I mean, nobody likes the idea of getting up at five o'clock in the morning to journal and do gratitude and meditate and then, you know, work on their website. Like it's like that for me, I've just learned to appreciate like over life that actually waking up at that time. And I don't even wake up at five anymore. I wake up earlier. I wake up sometimes at like 4.30. Um, because I really feel like the golden hours that are utilized, like between, you know, until like 8am are like, they're priceless. And I think that you, if you can get in front of that, I think that that's like amazing. So no matter what you're doing for me personally, I find it's like my most creative time. So I tend not to work out. I tend to work out in the evenings because just right now that's what's speaking to my life. But, um, for me, I'm like, oh, I'm just like so creative in the morning. And I, I love that. And I would never not, um, you know, not take advantage of that. So not a morning person, but what I am is a very trained morning person. I'm also a very determined lady boss who will get up early and use that time to prepare for my day and get in front of my competition and repeat that for a few years. And I bet you that I'll be laughing, you guys, because, you know, I feel like if you can get in front of that, it's just gives you like that one up. I also feel like this is like true when it comes to fitness. Like I, when I look at like fitness, like it's like small incremental gains that I have. So if I'm going into like a competition and I know that, um, I don't like, I don't, I'm I'm not, I'm the type of person that I'm just like the grinder. Like I'll just, I'll get it done. But if I can have that one extra thing in front of somebody, like that, just that one tiny little bit, like that one little push, it's going to get me further ahead, then I'll make sure that I'm either showing up early. Maybe it's something that I needed to eat. Maybe it's something like a pre-workout. I don't know what it is, but I'm the person. I know if I take like that extra little thing, that's going to give me like extra little push and then I can win over the competition that way. So for me, it's like getting up early in the morning. I mean, it seems like it's not really that hard of a thing. And you know what? I think that it's a huge game changer if you can do that. So choose the hard over the easy road, like 4am, 5am wake up calls are not the best, but training yourself for success at a super high level is not like, it's not freaking easy. So if it was literally everybody would do it, right? Summary of that book is that if you have a unique talent that you were born to master, But knowing how to reach your creative and professional goals, it's not always that easy. The 5am club, Rob Sharma is the author and he explains how to discover your inner genius and maximize your abilities by adopting an early morning routine that activates your creativity and your productive potential. He calls it your victory hour, golden hour, whatever you want to call it. Get your butts out of bed early in the morning if you want to be really successful and especially if you want to leave lead a life as an exceptional leader um especially like at a high performance level take a look like I love a good mentorship and if I'm looking at anybody that really inspires me and I'm just gonna I I, some really big person right now you know would be um somebody like, um, I don't know, like, like Elon Musk, we can pick him. I can guarantee you that that guy does not go to like get up at 730 in the morning. He's up, he's up early. And maybe he's not somebody that I would mentor for, for like his fitness or something like that. But he is a creative genius. I mean, the guy is like, has done more stuff in the past couple of decades, 
like evolutionary stuff that he's done than what most of us have been able to accomplish in the past like 100 years. So if you're looking for somebody like definitely like block that in front, see how they're living their lifestyle, especially if it's somebody um, not only just for fitness, but I think for business as well. So get up early, crush out some stuff. And I'll tell you by three, four o'clock, I'm kind of done. Like the creative, it, it's done. I don't do a lot of creative thinking after that time. And that's when I tend to go hit the gym because um, it's just a quiet place. It's a good mental like rest. Um, so get the stuff done early in the morning. And I'm telling you, it's a massive game changer. Okay, so this is another one. Oh my gosh, this is like one of my favorite books. I am such, a, this is a nerd alert. Okay, and I'm giving you a warning here if you're still hanging on. You know how I'm like super obsessed about CrossFit and I'm always trying to inject it into conversations and like use fitness as examples, like pushing for hard goals and all of that stuff. It's literally the same with this book. So the book is called The Alchemist. And if you meet me, and if I haven't talked to you about this book yet, it's probably because we just haven't met each other for long enough because I'm, it's literally the, the first book that I'll recommend to people. I'm just like, you, you, you need to read this. It's such a, it's such a good, good book. The Alchemist is, I love this book and I've listened to it and I've read it. I've listened to it many, many, many times because every time I listen to it, it represents something different in my life that I needed to hear at that time. And ugh, it's so good. I could make the whole podcast, honestly, about this book. And I don't want to like cheat, cheat it for you because I think everybody, everybody that's read this book interprets it a little bit differently. Um, so it depends on what your perspective is. And I definitely think it depends on like where you are in life at that particular time when you're interpreting The Alchemist, because it is a little bit of, I wouldn't say like, it's not a challenging book to read. It's just like an interpretation, like how you interpret that and like what it reflects on your life. So I think you have to be a little bit more imaginary, like when you're reading this book. So anyways, in the book, it summarizes about the expectations of your life and how your life legend is depending on you to be exceptional. You only get one shot at it and making sure that how, what I, like what my perspective comes from this book is that you walk through life and you're going down this path. And I think this is so true. Like there's a lot of hardships. There's a lot of joy. There's a lot of beauty. There's so many things that you have in life. And, you know, you often, I think as human beings, we're often, you know, maybe challenged to say like, I, I, I don't know, for me personally, like, I, you know, I want to go hike this mountain, but you keep pushing it off. And then you're, you have these opportunities that sort of come around in your life and then you miss out on those opportunities because they were sort of like little warning signs or signals and how they, how, how it's written is that like, it's like your life legend, you know, shows up on that path. And it's like, are you going to be brave enough to take that? Are you going to be able to take those risks, even though when you're scared to do it, or maybe you're not even aware that that is in front of you. And I think that that's so important. I think so many of us, and, and hey, let's go back to the social media thing. If you're constantly scrolling through your phone, you are missing out on life. Like really missing out on life. If you are choosing to do and consume that content and you wake up after that nap, after, you know, five years, 10 years, what do you have that's 
more than the other person that like has been able to take all these like amazing opportunities and really go truly embrace their life. So the book sort of calls you out for that. And for that's how I interpret it. So the book sort of calls you out for that. And yeah, I think that living and having the courage to live your life with the deepest like intentionalism and being the most exceptional person and being like able to receive like all these things along your your life path is such a beautiful way to enjoy life because it's so short you never know you you literally never know how long and I think so many of us put it off and say oh I've got time and I've got this and I've got that and the answer to that is you really don't so if you choose the hard and I think if you choose to like you know really really like represent your life legend it's like then at the end of your life you get to sit down and be in front of your life legend and hopefully have this beautiful reflection of this amazing life that you've lived because you've done it with like from like your your, the, the very base of your heart so it's such a beautiful book I love it. It's definitely interpreted different things for me in different points of my life. And I definitely highly recommend the book. It's a very deep book for me. And there's definitely a lot of quotes that are from um, the author of the book. So I just wanted to share one. And again, I just happened to pull this from our gathered thoughts. And I've been sitting, it's been sitting on my desk for um, a couple days now. And I just wanted to share it. Um, And the quote is, um, so the quote is from the author of this book, The Who Wrote the Alchemist. And it's, the quote goes, when you repeat a mistake, it's not a mistake anymore. It's a decision. Ooh, like that's so deep. Like it's so good. And I think that the alchemist is just like, it's just this beautiful story of a transformation. But rather than transforming like lead into gold, it teaches us through the story of the shepherd boy (laughs) that he has the courage to follow his dreams and the power of transformation in your life. It's a beautiful book. And I think it's sold. I think it's, I can't remember the exact stat on it, but I think it's something like outside of the Bible. I think it's the most amount, like the numbered copies sold. So there's a lot of these books that are in publication and I'm sure that I'm definitely an advocate for the book. So um, if I, if you're ever with me and I gift you the book, it's probably because I just, oh, I just, I think it's just so important. Like there's so many things, especially I'm going to go back personally, my life, like live to where your life legend would expect you to be. That means guys, like you got to get really deep with this stuff. Like if you're sitting here and it's the last day on earth, are you going to look back at this it's sitting in front of your life legend and look at them and think to yourself, I've really, truly, really fucking lived. Because if you haven't, if you haven't really been that person that's really showed up for yourself, nobody else, because nobody else is coming to come and get you and show up in your life. The only person that's going to do it is for you. Have you really, truly, truly lived? Or are there more things that you can do? And it's not to say you're too late or whatever, but start today, like start today because life is so short. You don't get to have a second opportunity. There is no remake. There is no redo on things. There's just now and here. And 
this is the time where you really need to challenge yourself to be like, no, like I need to do this or I need to do that, whatever that calls to you or whatever it speaks to you. So ah, get on the, the shepherd boy and the alchemist story. I think that there's so many beautiful lessons um, that he has. And it talks about there's like a lot of spiritual traditions that are in the book. And specifically, it talks about a lot of like the law of attraction. And uh, yeah, we can do like a whole podcast on the book. It's, it's one of my favorite books and I, I love it. And it's beautiful. And I think that um, it's such a good opportunity to uh, learn and uh, yeah, be challenged in a different way. So next up is um, the book. Um, it's called The Motivation Manifesto. And it's a book by Brendan Burchard. Brendan Burchard is outside of probably one of the most amount of people that I consume on a regular daily. He is my personal development coach. So cat's out of the bag on that one. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, again, years ago when I started getting really deep into personal development, I was at a conference and I saw Brendan Burchard on stage. And what captivated me at the time is that he opened up with this really tragic life event that had happened to him and how ultimately he rose to conquer like the difficulties throughout that journey. It was just a really, I don't know. I still feel like, I feel like now even just having like repeating those words and sitting there, like I remember what chair I was sitting in. I remember the stage we were at. I remember like how much it affected me, like just not affected me. And I get like, it just, it stopped me for a second to be like, mm, okay, like, he had something really, really tragic happen to him. Um, he was in a car accident. He was really affected. And just his voice and like his tone and the way that he verbalized everything around there was just like, man. And we've all like, there's all, we have all walked. You know, I can almost guarantee like everybody has had some type of hardship that's happened to them. And for me, I was just like, I wasn't personally connected to that particular hardship that he had, but it just really stopped me to think like, am I actually showing up and doing the best that I can right now? The next thing that I noticed about Brendan when he was on stage was his energy. If you've ever had the pleasure of hearing Brendan on stage, then you get me. You totally like the guy is like, he has so much fire energy and I love it. I'm not seriously like, like I'm not like I try to have a lot of energy like that I really do but I just think that like his energy is it's crazy it's crazy level especially when you're staying up on stage and you're public speaking like that like to keep that level of like positive I think it's great if you don't know what I'm talking about and you're just like what is this crazy you know girl going on about head over to YouTube put it in Brendan Burchard and you'll see what I'm talking about He's got tons of like, literally there's thousands of personal development videos and there's so much great content and stuff on there. You want to show up, you want to do better. You want to live a more exceptional life. Get on Brendan's stuff. It's really, really good. Great content. He's sort of mentored off of a lot of great people, specifically like Tony Robbins, people like that. So great, great, great. I love, I love, love, love. I have um, been coached by Brendan um, and his team, and I've taken a lot of his courses, and I will continue to do so. I've been doing it for a couple of years now. So the secret's out. Most of my, <laughs> my genius insights are adapted from Brendan, um, as well as like a lot of other uh, personal development coaches too. But his incredible teachings and life lessons, man, they just hit you hard, and they're really, really good. So a great book. It's called The Motivation Manifesto. Um, it's written in a way that sort of talks a little bit I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you about what the book is but it's a good book and it also uses a lot of things from the alchemist so here we are we're all like learning and reading and going over but like Brennan's book 
Motivation Manifesto, like the summary is pretty much it tells readers to cast aside their self-defeating habits and replace them with more common, like thoughtful commitments to living fully in the present moment. He does it by sharing leaders nine declarations and it can help people arrive at their personal freedom so they can live more of a full life of genius, like happiness and fulfillment. I think when you go back and you start looking at like the common thread here that's connecting everything together, it's you need to show up and do more shit for yourself. Like that's the common thing that with all of this stuff where people are like, how do you do this? How do you do? Well, you need to put the time into it. That's what you need to do. Get off social media, start reading, start doing some shit for yourself because this is the stuff that's going to push you into having a more meaningful, purposeful life. I mean, that's a thing. Don't we all want to have that? Don't you all want to like you know, sit on a beach and just be like, yeah, this is great. It's life. And it's, you know, not missing out on opportunities because you're sitting there watching and scrolling through Instagram. I don't know, but you know, it's just, it's a good book. It talks a lot. There's a lot of mimic that happens too from the alchemist. Um, or he's used a lot of like it, I wouldn't say he's used a lot of mimics, but he's used a lot of the same kind of philosophy around the book. And it's like living with purpose. So get out there, read that motivation manifesto by Brendan Bouchard. And lastly, oh, lastly is The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins. I love Mel Robbins and I use a lot of her quotes. I'm constantly posting her stuff. Same with Brendan. I'm constantly posting that stuff to Instagram. So if you like hearing about that stuff or you look at some quote that's popped up, it's normally because of Brendan or Mel. Um, Mel Robbins, I feel like we would be besties if we met. She would be the girl that I would call up all the time. We'd go have coffee. We'd figure it out. My girl Mel is just, she hits it. Like, it's just, she's like the type of person that's just like straight to the point. It's like, you know, when you put on a dress and the dress actually doesn't look that great, but your girlfriends are telling you that it does. Mel would tell you it wasn't. And she'd just tell you like, no, because I think this is going to look better on you. That's the kind of girlfriend that I think that she would be. For all of you that need to like go grab a vomit bucket for the 5 a.m. club. This is one of the techniques that you can use in order to get your butts out of bed. Um, it's one of the techniques that Mel has written, discovered, done, whatever. And it's something, I read this book a couple of, I want to say like maybe two years ago now. And I have always woken up early, but this book definitely made me think about the perspectives and also decision making very quickly. So Mel teaches us that it's like the simple idea concept tool that you can use, which is breaking down the five, four, three, two, one into decision making. It's honestly, it's like freaking genius. And I ask myself all the time, why do the most obvious things need to be that complex? They don't. It's just us as adults. We tend to overanalyze things and we make things way more complicated than they need to be, which often results in like not even be able to produce the results or getting the task off the ground because we're just sitting here hitting and hawing like should I I don't know do I and it's just like no guys like it's literally five seconds that's what how long it should take to make a decision I often say this if it is five seconds to make a decision and I'm like these are okay so there are some decisions that ultimately maybe need a little bit more thought process but I'm talking about like the day-to-day things Do you want to have an oat latte versus an almond latte? Do you want to like, don't be that person that's sitting there not knowing the decision. Are you going to go to the gym today or are you not going to go to the gym today? It should, the answer should be go to the gym today, by the way. But if it's something that is like perplexing you, 
five seconds to make a decision. Um, and I think that the other thing I do used too, this is not a Mel thing, but if it's not a hell yeah, it's a hell no. Um, and I think within five seconds, you can figure that out pretty quickly. So um, for me personally, that's what I use. So the summary of the book, it's the moment that you have an instinct to act on a goal, you must count down five, four, three, two, one, and physically move your brain. This it's like a super, super simple rule. Whenever you feel an instinct fire up to act on a goal or a commitment, or the moment you feel yourself hesitate doing something, you need to use the rule. So you start by counting backwards, five, four, three, two, one, and the counting will help you focus on the goal or commitment and it distracts you from the worries, the thoughts, the fears that are put into your mind. Remember, we just talked about that because as adults, we tend to overanalyze things. So as soon as you reach number one, you move. And that's it. The rule works every time you use it, but you have to use it. It's a tool. If you stop using it, fear and uncertainty will creep back in and it takes control of your decisions And if that happens, you just need to start using the rule again. So obviously the counting process helps you sort of eliminate all that fear and like negative thinking and all of that stuff. And then um, being able to make the decision at the end of that. Guys, I love books. I love reading them. And honestly, my mission in life is to consume as much content as possible, especially if it comes from a book. The growth that has ultimately transformed my life over the past like years is worth every single sacrifice to Netflix, late night binges, nights out with drinks that for sure I'm going to regret in the morning. Now, don't get me wrong. I still do those things and I still manage to have a ton of fun, but way less than what I did before. And now when I share experiences with like that with my friends or when I'm traveling it, I do it in a way more intentional way than ever. So it's like kind of like, I don't know, it's like sacrificing that. And like when you do actually get to, you know, sort of indulge, it's like, oh, I just I love those experiences, but I don't do it all the time. They say that knowledge is power and true that that may be, but applied knowledge is a game changer. If you ever want to see what I'm currently reading, it's all posted up on our website, rbfurnitureshop.com, along with some great recipes and our monthly blogs. Happy reading, RB Tribe! Thank you so much to listening to this episode of the Creative Influencer Show. I hope you've gained some inspiration today, and I hope you've left with your heart and your mind a little bit more full. I have been building and designing cottages here in Muskoka for almost 20 years, and I love talking about this topic. My mission is to provide insightful knowledge around the design and home building industry. We're a small business, guys, so every like, DM, and subscribe makes a difference, and it keeps us going. We read every single one of them, seriously. So make sure to subscribe to our channel and follow us on social, Instagram, Facebook. Join our mail list and receive 15% off your first online purchase or better yet, subscribe to the RB Love Your Home boxes, which are now offered seasonally to keep your home looking fresh and on style. If you love what you heard, please subscribe and share with two friends. Spread the word of this new and exciting podcast and remember to love your home. Until next time, RB Tribe, be kind to one another and remember to be inspired and love your home. Bye.